The pandemic has impacted many things, including how you do your taxes this year. On this episode, hear how free tax service is available in the county. Learn how to get help from the safety of your home. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Frieda, Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. 2020 was a difficult year for many of us. Some struggled with unemployment or reduced hours. So how do you do your taxes this year? Johnson County K-State Extension Office is here to talk about help that is available. Well, thank you both for being here. Can you start off by introducing yourselves and your role with Texas? Good afternoon. I'm Denise Dias, and I am the agent uh, at the one of the agents at the Johnson County Extension Office. And one of the areas I focus on is on finances. And so taxes and income taxes fit right into that area. So that's one of my passions is helping people with their taxes. I'm Jim Graham, and I'm one of the uh, two site coordinators uh, at, at the tax assistance uh, program site at the K-State Extension offices. And um, this is my 12th year as being a site coordinator for the program. All right, well, again, thank you both for being here. And so now we wanna learn a little bit about this program. In a normal year, how does, how does this function? Normally in, you know, without COVID happening, um, we usually have several days that um, residents can bring their tax information in and actually sit down with a preparer and have their taxes prepared um, while they're, you know, while they wait kind of thing. Um, this year, because of COVID, we are not meeting with our clients face-to-face. We're um, asking them to fill out the same forms, gather the same documents, and either mail, email, or drop off those documents um, at our office. And then we will allow the uh, volunteers time to prepare those documents and then go over uh, their returns. And then we will return any uh, documents back to the, to the clients as well as e-file their returns. So are they doing this through like a teleconference, a t phone call or, or video conference or how are, how are they um, having those communications? So we're, we're doing everything through like phone conversations. So not all the residents that we work with um, have capabilities for Zoom or meetings or whatever um, virtually. So um, a phone call seems to be the best way to handle this. And can you talk about how far in advance do they need to get those documents to you? Once they're dropped off, we can get them turned around within a week's time. That's our goal. Um, we are anticipating a really large initial start. So it may take us a little longer initially, but we're hoping to um, get that initial surge, if you will, kind of um, under our belt. And then we should be able to to keep up with them throughout the tax season. And who are the clients that you're, you're serving here in Johnson County? So we serve anyone that makes under $57,000 a year is are the people that we focus on and serve. Um, 
So that includes lots of um, old elderly or older people. Um, it includes uh, young families and um, you know people that don't make a lot of money or maybe are on disability. So those are the, the people we're targeting. And so is that amount a combined household amount or individual? That, that's per tax tax return. So if it's an individual, if that's their income level, it's a family, that's the family's income level is how that works. Gotcha. And then can you talk a little bit about when this service kind of starts and ends and, and how people go about booking an appointment? Well, we're not taking any appointments so because of COVID. And typically we don't take appointments with our, at our tax site. So um, we are planning on starting on February 10th and working three days a week in order to get um, tax returns prepared and returned to the clients. Okay, so just so I can be clear on the process, they send you all of their information, you work independently on helping them file their taxes. You don't need the client on the phone at that time, but you do talk to them at the conclusion of, of preparing those taxes, right, to let them know um, what you did. Is, it, is that a good I guess, explanation or yes. did I get that right? <laughs> Very good. I'd add to that. Um, well, this is a process that we did last year when we had to close down because of COVID. So it's proven it worked well. Um, and yeah, when the process is we have a uh, preparer, tax preparer, and majority of those are going to be at the site. Some are going to be working out of their homes this year. Um, and then we have a person does a quality review to make sure everything's accurate. And then that person calls up the tax client and says, here's how you know your return came out. Do you have any questions? Do we have your verbal approval to e-file it? And um, and that's and then once they say yes, and they've always said yes, uh, um, then we go ahead and e-file it. And then like Denise said, we, we mail any uh, important papers back to them, but we ask them, please don't send in originals, uh, particularly a driver's license and passports. Good advice there. And you know, I, I always think about this pandem pandemic as being something that's created a lot of obstacles for people, but it's also created some opportunities for, for businesses and organizations to think outside of the box in terms of how can they deliver services more efficiently and, and virtually so safely to their clients. And this seems like one of those opportunities because you probably have a lot of people who um, may have transportation issues. It may be a challenge for them to get into an office because of work schedules, things like this. So it seems like this is is maybe a good way for, for you to reach your, your clients in a whole different way. So one of the more important questions I think people have right now is, you know, with all the changes that we saw and people's um, adjustments in their work schedules or their income, things like that, uh, what looks different when they, when they do their taxes? Like if you filed, had to file for unemployment, how does that impact your taxes? Uh, unemployment is taxable. So um, hoping that people did uh, withhold some something from their unemployment if they had a significant unemployment payments compensation last year. Um, I have quite a few different things that impact this year that are different. And if you want, I can go through those as quickly as I can here. Um, and it, they're all beneficial to the taxpayers or as we call clients. Um, first of all, the economic stimulus payments, if the taxpayers were qualified last year for that and they did not receive it, we can get that money back from them when we file their tax returns. And those uh, economic stimulus payments are not taxable. So it's just a great benefit the government gave everybody, or almost everybody. 
Uh, there's a new form this year called a 1099 NEC that's going to misplace, uh, in the place of a 1099 miscellaneous. That's for non-employee compensation. Many employers have gone to in recent years part-time employees away from full-time employees. So these have been paid on 1099 miscellaneous forms before from the employers to the to the people that are working for them. And this year that form is going to be a different one that taxpayers are going to get in mail and say, what is this 1099 NEC? So that is a replacement for those um, part-time employees. Uh, charitable contributions this year up to $300 can be claimed as a deduction to income even if taxpayer does not itemize. So that's a nice little benefit there. Uh, required minimum distributions for 401ks and traditional IRAs uh, has been raised to 72 years old from before 70 and a half years old. Also more good news for required minimum distributions, there was no requirement for tax year 2020. So there's no penalty on those, type, those people that have those plans that did not take a distribution last year. And it's only gonna be a, probably a one year uh, exemption, I imagine. Um, if the taxpayers were affected by COVID-19, they can take a distribution from their retirement account up to $100,000 without the 10% penalty as charged in prior years. Uh, they can also repay this amount three year period and be treated as a rollover, which has no tax penalty. Uh, if a taxpayer took a loan from their retirement account between March 27th and September 23rd of last year, they have up to six years to repay it. Uh, there is no restriction of age now for contributions to a traditional IRA. Before that age was at 70 and a half years old, we had to quit uh, making contributions. Now there's no age limit. Um, also, taxpayers can take up to $5,000 for each spouse from their retirement accounts to pay for a birth or adoption of a child with no penalty. Um, so those were the major changes for tax year 2020, which are almost all COVID related. That's really good information. Um, you know, whether people use this service or they don't, it's just good to know, especially, you know, if you're preparing your own taxes to know these um, are available to you. So, uh, and that kind of brings up another point. You guys have volunteers who, who help with this process. Can you talk a little bit about the training that they undergo to make sure they're up to date on those latest tax changes? Um, yeah, of course, now we're Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program is, is the name of the program and we're sponsored by the IRS and local charities and, and, and nonprofits. Um, so we have a requirement for training every year that we have to pass certification tests uh, for our knowledge of, of, of tax preparation and tax law and uh, also ethics uh, certification that we, we have to pass that test each year. So uh, you, we're all volunteers. Everyone in the program is a volunteer. So we cannot be active in the program until we have passed all that certification test. And uh, then United Way is local sponsors and they keep track of everyone that's certified and to make sure that we all are complying with uh, what's necessary. And so why do the volunteers do this? What do they get out of it? Um, you know, it's, we're helping people that need the help. I think that's, and it's complicated. Uh, still a minority of people do their own tax returns. And um, I think we just, you know, I'd say majority of us are, are retired. And I think that's the way that we feel like we can just help people that, that need our help. And, and when we're doing it in person, they were just so appreciative. And uh, that, that goes a long way to convince us to come back and do it again next year. All right, then I know in some years past recently, you've seen record numbers of participants in this. Can you talk about what you're expecting this year in terms of turnout and, and what your staffing levels are? 
I think as far as this year goes, you know, um, back in 2019, we had over 14,000 tax returns that our volunteers were prepared for our people in our county. Um, last year it was down a little bit, but not too much. It was around, I believe, 1,300 um, tax returns, give or take a little. Um, this year I'm anticipating probably close to the same, just because many of the people that have, have their taxes done or prepared by VITA are return and repeat customers. So we see a lot of that happening. And then also people that are struggling or just don't have the same income that they did because of COVID are looking for ways to get their taxes prepared um, less expensively or free, if you will. So I think we'll, we'll probably be close to those big numbers again. Um, I have no doubt um, that we will get pretty close to that, if not above even. So anyway. We increased our numbers of volunteers last year, and that really has helped us to increase our capacity to help people too, so. All right, great information. And just if you could remind us again, how do people get their taxes done through this service? One more time. So they can um, go to the Johnson County Extension website. There is a special tab on there for VITA and tax information. They can download it there. They can contact us by phone or email, and we're happy to send um, forms and paperwork and instructions out. Or they could even stop in at the Sunset Drive office building to pick up forms um, to get their um, documentation together and also to get their taxes completed. So lots of ways that they can get that information and that we can help support them. All right. Well, thank you both for being here. We'll, of course, have the uh, information, the link to that, that web page in our show notes. And uh, have a great tax season. And we'll, we'll see uh, what the turnout is in April, right? Yep. Thank you. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JokoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.